for tuning in here today on the Steve Dace Show on Westwood One, powered by CRTV. My name is Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here with me as well. And if you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. And we just concluded uh, production for today's CRTV show that will be posted later at crtv.com. Let's give the audience a preview of what's to come. Aaron, I'll start with you today. Had our uh, weekly prophet of lamentation and doom, Daniel Horowitz, on the show. That uh, you never want to miss that conversation. But fake news or not, featured Carter Page again, and I've said in the past that I have this strange fascination with him. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't call it obsession, but I just have this fascination with this guy, and that. That kicked up the clip that we played. That kicked up again today, full bore. Like, I want to put him behind glass in a padded room, and I just kind of want to sit there and watch him for a while, just just to see what he does, what he's like. Is that weird? No. No. I mean, we're talking about someone who really has strived harder than any previous person in all of human history simultaneously for a federal indictment and a spot on Hollywood Square. So no, it's it is it is not abnormal at all that, that you would you would want to observe such a creature in its natural habitat exactly. as often as possible. Yep. I think you're a victim, frankly. Yeah. Todd, what stood out to you? I learned that uh, Daniel pretty much agrees with us that um, who's that? What's that guy's name? Who does a lot of the movie sound uh, movie pre- in a oh, world? No. Uh, that, that that voice guy? guy. Yeah. Yeah, he should be doing this whole uh, gun thing because everybody who's uh, screaming right now about something has to be done about guns. You know what? Either they, their own uh, kids, where they went this morning, or perhaps their grandkids, they they went to school. I sent mine to school. Um, d- no one really believes that these guns are like walking, talking transformers. They act like it. They, it makes for uh, this ridiculous political theater. And um, but I learned that uh, Daniel agrees with us. It is nuts, and yet it is the status quo. So it ain't going anywhere. Well, if you want to watch today's CRTV show, CRTV.com, promo code DACE is how you can subscribe, not just to our show, but uh, to all the shows that we have here each and every day at CRTV. That uh, includes the great one, Mark Levin, Michelle Malkin, Stephen Crowder, who, by the way, my teenage daughter, Anastasia, came downstairs before dinner the other night. She was upstairs in the room doing some homework. She comes downstairs. She's like... I know I said I was doing some homework, but I, I've, I've been watching this guy's videos on YouTube all day. She's like, have you ever heard of somebody named Steven Crowder? And I said, yeah, why? She's like, Dad, you got to watch his stuff, man. He's like amazing. She's like, hey, you should see the way like he, he turns people's arguments against <laughs> themselves. She's like, can you do that? <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know, maybe. Uh, she really liked him going out on college campuses and saying, hey, I'm pro-life, convince me otherwise, and just watching the interaction back and forth, right? So um, there's a little plug uh, for one of our uh, peers here at CRTV. So if you want to catch his show, and then when you're bored and there's literally nothing else to do, and it is this or cutting, and, and that's where we come in. Uh, you can access everything that's good and then us here at CRTV. Uh, the, the shows my teenage daughter is actually impressed with. I'm sure she's never even watched mine. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. And yet another reminder, nothing will keep you humbler uh, or more humble uh, than your own children. So there you go.
you have those moments coming, Urs, and I promise they're on their way very soon. Coming. Here. Entrenched. Also, if, if you could do us a favor, if, you, if you're not yet a subscriber to the podcast, we would love it if uh, you would subscribe, if you would share a review. I actually went and looked yesterday. Our average review, I thought we were approaching about 300 reviews, and our average review is five stars. Yep. That really does help get the word out. It does help us to grow and expand because I'm a podcast listener myself, you know, and there's so many things. Like when I'm looking for a college football podcast, I type college football in at the iTunes store, 5,000 things literally come up, you know? And so I don't have time to sample them all. And, and you know, I don't want to sample one and I'm like, this was terrible. I wasted my time, you know, on the elliptical, should have listened to something else. So one of the things we will do as consumers that help us to narrow down potential new options is we'll look at what kind of already has shown it can grow an audience, right? And that that does help find other consumers like you uh, to help us to grow this podcast. We can reach more people like you. And that's, by the way, how, how come the quote-unquote free, which has never been free, but how come the quote-unquote free podcast came back late last year? It came back because we'd grown enough of an audience that we thought we could offer this product as a separate free product in a way that would help us to grow the pre-existing product all the more, right? So if, if you want us to convince our benevolent overlords here at CRTV to continue underwriting the cost for this so-called free podcast every day, Keep those subscriptions, those reviews coming. Check us out at CRTV.com. Use that promo code. And and that's how we get to give you this free podcast every day, courtesy of Westwood One. That isn't really free because all three of us are here to being paid doing it, which means someone is paying us, even if it's not you. All right. It is Wednesday. Oh, and thank you to all of you that have already subscribed and given us positive reviews. We greatly appreciate that. It is Wednesday. That means it is time for our weekly game called Buy, Sell, or Hold. Our producer, Aaron, often with your help out there in the audience, will put forth a series of provocative statements on various topics. Todd and I will then decide, are we buying that? Are we selling that? Maybe once a show you are permitted to say hold. Only, though, if you have a really good excuse or if you are willing to be ridiculed for a clear violation of the dude code by punking out. All right. Or it could be the proposition that Aaron puts forth is so redonkulous that it, it does, it's, it's not worthy of taking a definitive stance. That's actually happened a couple of times as well. Or at least that's been my excuse for placing a hold. All right. So, Aaron, you may go. Fire when ready. Uh, today's suggestions from our audience, I have to I have to say, are hot fire. I, I just like all of them. I'm sensing some holds coming. Yep. Uh, let's see. We'll start with, <laughs> and they're random. They're all over the place, too. Uh, we'll start with Blake Johnson. He says, Michael Tate will lead the Christian rock band Newsboys in the next five years to rejoin Toby Mac and Kevin Max for DC Talk. Peter Furler will then return as lead singer for the Newsboys. Todd is looking at me like, what language are you speaking? Um, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. I think that's highly plausible. I think, um, I think Peter has actually sort of quietly returned, hasn't he? I, I think he did vocals on one of their newer tracks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I... I I could see that happening. Um, I like Michael Tate just fine. I, I got a I, chance to meet Michael Tate yeah. a couple of years ago. Great guy. Our good buddy Bob Vanderplatz knows him very, very well. I, I, I don't. So I'm not. I don't think this is a Yoko Ono situation. I could just see, you know, um, people just kind of think, you know, it's been several years. Let's evolve again. You know, as, as artists, you're always looking, right? The ones that stand the test of time figure out how to evolve or or they're they're hot for a while they go away for 20 years they hit the cougar circuit later on right i'm not sure there's a cougar circuit in contemporary christian music at least i i kind of hope not so um you know you you've, you've got to look to evolve you know michael tate evolved by taking on uh the mantle of lead singer of the newsboys i could see him doing a another a next step in his evolution of saying hey you know maybe we'll have a dc talk reunion and it's a good time because peter's got back in the game and he's ready to kind of resume his place it's the front of the band i could see that okay <laughs> um yeah i don't know any i mean i've heard of the newsboys but that, yeah, Steve uh, is music man and trust his instincts on this. Uh, and when we talk about music and lists, it's uh, generally fake news. 
yes uh, we've learned over the years the weeks of the doing this so i don't i don't feel like i need to be too beholden to any uh buy sell or hold on the music fronts so i'll just go with what steve said yeah speaking of fake news we're doing another list today if we have time by the way i just want to state todd if i could give you a life pointer in general when you're not sure do exactly what you just did just go with what i say okay Okay. Usually I'm sure. <laughs> Usually I'm good. And I think that goes for everybody listening, in fact. <laughs> All right? Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Next one, Konstantinos Roditis, who uh, is a regular listener to the show. Uh, and he's running for California State Controller as well. He says, Coke Zero is better than Coke Zero Sugar. So Again, Todd is like, who wants? I have to sell. I, I thought I, you said these are hot fire, Aaron. I, I have to sell. And I, you know me, you guys know about six months ago, I was in a panic. Yeah. I mean, we were hoarding, all right? <laughs> Amy, I think Amy raided every suburban uh, <laughs> grocery go, store. Go, go, go! <laughs> there's, like there's a secret room behind one of the posters of one of the Star Wars movie in your man cave where you hide all of your... Uh, you know, hoarded Coke Zero. <laughs> yes, and you know it's funny because this one brand of unsweetened peach mango green tea I have found that I just love. Walmart makes it, and it's their own brand. And so when we go grocery shopping every couple weeks, Amy literally just clears out the shelf, just takes the whole cardboard shelf, and dumps it in her grocery cart. And you should see the looks we get sometimes. We go to check out, and there's like 20 of these boxes, and people are like, we, uh, and I have like, a, and cottage cheese is like my go-to food. It's my, it's my cereal. It's like my low-carb cereal, since I don't eat cereal that much anymore, you know? Because it's, it's a quick, tasty treat with almost the perfect mixture of protein and fat, healthy fat. And so last last pay period, it was like we had a snowstorm was like negative 10. So Amy decided to call the local grocery thing and do one of those online orders where they will then, you know, bring it out to you. And she ordered like seven tubs of cottage cheese. And she's like, you know, they were like, who the hell is this much cottage cheese? So I have some weird fetishes. okay? (laughs) and Coke Zero is one of them. I was in a panic. In a panic. About this, when they when they announced they were changing it, I have to confess though, the new stuff is good. I, I don't think it's worse or better. It's just different. It's really good. So I'm gonna sell. Coke did not blow this one like they did the new Coke when we were kids 30 years ago, where they essentially said we're just gonna make Pepsi and put Coke on the label. That's that's what they did 30 years ago and it blew up in their face. Coke Zero Sugar is really good. I'm I'm shocked. The only thing. I can contribute to this is I only drink Coke, never drink Pepsi, and I get the weird looks when I go through a drive-thru. Do you have Coke or Pepsi products? Pepsi products. And then I'll say something, and they find it funny and odd, and then I'll say, well, I'll have um, a, a, a Mountain Dew then. They th- I don't know why. I hate Pepsi. It seems like the most obvious question I should be asking, or the most obvious choice I could be making if I... But they're, 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 they're dumbfounded by the fact that that's, like, how I negotiate... I can't the, stand Mountain Dew. ...the drink menu. Well, I'm not a big Mountain Dew guy, it's but I, I can't drink... It's better than Pepsi. I can't drink... And if they don't have Dr. Pepper on the menu, well, then I'm just... Yeah. I'm stuck, but I will so, not drink Pepsi. Yeah, here's the hierarchy. It's... Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Mr. Peb is great. M- Mr. Pib. Then underneath that, there's Coke, and then underneath that, there's uh, not Mug Root Beer, but some sort of root A and W Root Beer underneath that, and then I think Mug Root Beer, and then Space Bar, Space Bar, Space Bar, Space Bar, Pepsi. I'm with you on Dr. Pepper. In fact, uh, my son Noah went on a church uh, summer retreat a couple summers ago to the local amusement park, and he had Dr. Pepper there, and he literally came home, and I asked him, "Hey, buddy, how'd it go?" And he goes. I had some Dr. Pepper. I think it changed my life. It was so good. All right, so I'm with you on Dr. Pepper. Um, uh, and, you know, when I go to the movies, you know, they have those dispensers now where you can, like, get the different flavors. Oh, yeah. So I will usually do cherry vanilla Dr. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper when I'm at the movies. Um, any vanilla Coke Zero, cherry Coke Zero would be the next two for me, followed by regular Coke Zero. Although Verner's Ginger Ale. Now, anybody that's lived in Michigan right now, you are nodding your head. You're like, Preach. 
Verner's Ginger Ale is the bomb.com. Fago Rock and Rye. Again, a little shout out to my fellow Michigander alums right there. If you've ever had Fago Pop, got to get the Rock and Rye or the, the cream soda. I'm a big cream soda guy. I like, uh, yeah, cream soda. I used to be into like IBC root beer yeah. and cream soda. Yeah. I think I just liked it because it looked like beer bottles. And so when I was eight years old, it looked like I was drinking a beer and I thought that was kind of cool. Have you done? Have you been to Universal Studios to yep. the Harry Potter? Yep. Did butter. you do the butter beer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seven bucks. Totally worth it. Yeah. My kids got a bunch of it when we went to two Christmases ago or three Christmases ago. It was 2015. And uh, I drank, I took a drink of it. And I just thought it, it it was it tasted like really sweet cream soda is what it tasted like to me. Yeah, but the foam. The foam, yeah, is very beer like. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. the did you get the hot or the frozen stuff? No, they got the stuff out of. Well, no, they got the frozen stuff. Is frozen, what they got. Frozen stuff is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Micah says the unsolved Vegas shooting will never be mentioned by the mainstream media again. I'm gonna sell. I, I just have to believe at some point there's a narrative attached to this that can be exploited and further somebody's larger narrative somewhere and or someone's ambition. I, I just think it's too big of a story and I'm going to sell. I'm going to buy. Dead and gone. The, they, there's no interest from them. I would and and nor by anybody else apparently. And the people who do have an interest, I think, are scared to death of what would happen if they step forward. Um, there's the, the the normal rules of news getting out. And I know people have said, oh, the but the alt press is is all over this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. That's not going to take this to the next level. Uh, I just i i don't i don't see it happening anymore. I just don't i just do not have faith that the truth is going to come out on this or any number of things. Midlife Steve says the subtitle to Steve's new book should be "I Hate Your Horse Pucky." <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a reference to that actually when I updated my Twitter bio. I think this, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I think what I put in there a while ago was I originally got into this to slay progressivism and then I found something I, I disdain all the more your horse pucky okay I, 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 that's why when there are clear when we still are having actually honest clear ideological debates I'm like a moth to a flame I, I just I, I yes I'm in love and I don't even care alright I mean I just I, I jump at it because most of my day is that's BS. That's BS. You're full of BS. So are you. I don't care who you voted for in the last election. You suck at this. Try a different life. That's what most of my day is now. Just calling people out for horse pucky. Between uh, your family life and other programming, it's that's BS. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we, maybe if maybe we should get the marketing materials to identify our show. Do you think what's better marketing, other programming or? That's BS with Steve Dace. What do you think is better marketing? Yes. <laughs> nice. Todd. Uh, there cannot, should not, shan't not be any subtitle if it doesn't have cuck in it yep. in some way, shape, or form. We established this like two years ago. Dave Snyder says the Trump-Romney brotherhood doesn't last three months. It's going to... Buy. Oh. If we're talking three concurrent months. This is Mitt Romney we're talking about, guys. All right. He's going to try revolt. He's going to try insurrection and brotherhood at the same time. Maybe in the same news cycle and more than once. Okay. So it won't last more than three months, but this won't be the only time we're going to see it either, if you know what I'm trying to say. If there's, it's, it's one of the few times I will affirmatively quote John McCain. Mitt, we know you are the candidate of change. Yes. Yes. It won't. In fact, you could just ask me that about Mitt Romney and po- anything politically and put th- 30 to 90 days on it. And my answer would be, well, of course, it's not going to last on any literally anything, anything whatsoever, whatsoever. 
The guy has not held a consistent position on anything since he first started running for office in 1994 other than his desperation to hold public office. That's the only thing he's been politically consistent about. Couldn't even be consistent about where he lived. When Orrin Hatch announced he was going to retire, he changed his uh, location on Twitter from, I don't know, where Michigan yeah, to Utah. Yes, from Michigan to uh, Utah, yeah. That's that is the guy will the guy I've I've caught the guy lying about what his first name is before. Okay, there is there it it, it is just he is such a weird dichotomy of this American Gothic painting and every other aspect of his life. He he in many respects Mitt Romney symbolizes how corrupting politics can be in general. No kidding, but how much it is in our own how it's even amped up in today's media age in our day because a guy who I am sure drives 10 and 2 down the street at all times who who looks both ways before crossing the street I'm guessing twice okay twice all right how, this guy could not be more straight-laced in everything else he does but when he gets into this arena there is a metamorphosis into something beyond soulless he is the changeling uh, I'm s- selling. He's going to stay that way indefinitely. The, this this guy had the presidency right there, right there. He won the first debate with Obama, and just folded. It is not in him. If, if it'll be whiny stuff at best, if he uh, disagrees with Trump, uh, this this is going to be uncomfortably romantic. Have either of you watched Futurama? I know of it. I know I've of never it, but no. It. Guys should watch it sometime. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you guys. This next one was about it, so I'm going to skip it. Uh, it apparently, they're going to make some sort of live action Futurama movie. Uh, next one, politics guy says in homage to Drudge, George Clooney seeking Democratic Party nomination in 2020. So uh, apparently, Drudge reported that. Sell. So, I, I, I will maintain what I predicted, though, from last January. I, I believe that the nominee for the Democratic Party in 2020 will be someone with no serious political experience. I just don't think it'll be him. Clooney. I'll buy. Sure. I mean, he's... Uh, it's It's not out of left field. He's... He's genuinely smart. He's genuinely talented. He genuinely cares. Um, I think he, he just has to deal with the same thing everybody has to deal with. What you know, he can he can be smug from afar, like Mitt Romney is. Once you are in the arena, how are you going to handle Donald Trump? You got to get that figured out. Uh, but I, he makes as much sense. As anybody. Really. I'll go with it. A equals A uh, says Trump will cave on gun control. Define gun control. He did not define gun control. Say anything other than the status quo. You would say that's how we're going to define it? That's kind I'm, of. I'm okay yeah. if that's how we're defining. I just want to know yeah. how we're yeah. defining. That's it. good. Yeah. All right. So if, any if, movement. If, he's already trying. All right. So for the purposes of this conversation, if we're defining it as anything other than the current legislative, regulative, regulate, regulatory policy status quo, mm-hmm. bye. Bye. But if you were to make me specify on what it is, it would be something that is beyond trivial. There's no way they're going to raise the age of gun ownership. Okay, that that would cause that would cause go back to when Trump was flirting with not pulling out of the Paris Climate Accords. Okay, and what is left of the conservative media and the conservative base? How they how they rightfully lost their minds. All right, and you saw him push push back from the ledge same thing would happen on raising the age of gun ownership but will it be something on bump stocks or something else yeah i think you'll see that yeah i'll buy that so what how'd you phrase it aaron uh trump will cave on gun control okay uh i i will sell it will look like he's caving but i've said this he he's not principled about 
this or any other issue, he's going to actually put forward things that would make the NRA stroke out. But he he knows they also aren't going to go anywhere. So, again, he'll look like he's tried to have a discussion. People are going to flip out all, and he doesn't really... I, this really, is why he's the only politician yeah. I've ever seen in my life who manages to take both sides of an issue yeah. and have it hurt him. I mean, most politicians do that. Most politicians try to take both sides of an issue to have both sides of an issue and alienate the fewest amount of people. Mm-hmm. His messaging is so poor and so erratic, it hurts him when he does it. He ends up, he ends up giving neither side of an argument what they want. And, and that's... That's why he needs a straw man. That's why he's terrible on his own as a politician. He, he needs a lying Ted, a little Marco, uh, crooked Hillary. He must have a straw man on his own as a standalone entity. His, he's an exceedingly dislikable political figure. All right, moving on. Don George says, in our lifetime, we will see water like out of the toilet replaced by Brondo for agricultural purposes because it's got electrolytes. What? What does that mean? Uh, it's it, it means it's got electrolytes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there's a joke that I'm supposed to be yeah, on that, I, 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 that I'm not water in. Water in the toilet. Idiocracy. Come on oh, now. Oh, okay. Come on. I got you. Okay. Have you seen that movie, Todd? Yes, yes but I, I should have gotten that. Replaced, so in our lifetime, we will see water replaced by Brondo for agricultural purposes because it's got electrolytes. That? It's got electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy in his recliner with his Cheetos. It's the stuff plants crave. And his in-house porn. Uh, Not now. Got my, got my degree from Costco. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was... It was tough to get him, and my dad pulled some strings. <laughs> I'll buy. I'll buy. Uh, if, for sure. I, I, and I clearly need to re-rack that, because I, uh, I don't remember that. So it's been a long time. Uh, Casey Tollefson says, Jimmy Kimmel cries during his opening monologue at the Oscars. I'm buying that. Buy. Sell. You to sell? At the Oscars? Yep. Sell. All right, uh, last one. Danny Britton says Black Panther, Captain America, Iron Man, and at least three other superheroes will die in Infinity War. Whoa. Sell. That's, yeah. I do think there will be a body count. I think Iron Man will be one of them. I think it's 50-50 Captain America will be. But there's no way, guys. There is no way. They're killing off Black Panther after it had a better four-day opening than The Last Jedi. No way. No way. So sell. Todd. And killing off Tony and Captain America in the same movie? Can't see that happening. So you're selling. I'm selling. All right. Okay, y'all ready for this? We are going to do the top 40, brought to you by VH1, not some random website, VH1, the top 40 one-hit wonders of the 80s. All right. And they have a list of the top 100, but we don't have time for that. So top 40. So you, when you sell, you're saying that you agree that it should be on the list, and you generally agree of where it's placed on this list. Selling says... Uh, it, it, it doesn't meet either of those criteria. Okay. So, number 40, At This Moment by Billy Vera. Wow, it's a great song. By who? Uh, Billy What would you Vera. think oh. I would do at this moment? That song from uh, Family Ties. You okay. just don't love me. That's from Family Ties. Um, that's the song that plays when uh, Michael Keaton and Courtney Cox break up. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, Family Ties was my jam, bro. That was my jam. I was a little Alex P. Keaton wannabe back in the day. Um, are there 39 better one-hit wonders than that? Oh, yeah. All right, I'll buy for now. Yeah. I mean, it belongs in the list. I'm not sure there's 39 better than that song, but I'll buy it for now. That's not a good song, so I'll It's a uh, great song. It's a great song. All right, number 39, Video Killed the Radio Star, The Buggles? Yep. I hate this song. 
or is it is it the Buggles or the Bugles? Do you remember? Well, there's two I, G's. I just know that's the first video. Yeah, ever it's the first video MTV. MTV ever played. Right, 1981. Yeah, I, I, to me, I'm by. It belongs on the list because of its importance, because of what you just said. I don't think it's that great of a song, but it has a, a, a it's a, it has some historical importance in the decade. So I'll buy it. Terrible song, sell. So. 38. Break my stride, Matthew Wilder. Matthew Wilder. Remember the song? I'll buy. I'm not, it might be too low, but I'll buy. It's a classic from that era. Classic's a little strong, but I'll buy, sure. 37, respect yourself, Bruce Willis. Sell. Sell. Is this the Bruce Willis? Yes, see, yes. in the 80s, Bruce Willis, Don Johnson. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Ed, by the way, Party All the Time, Eddie Murphy's Party. a great song. Okay, but Patrick what Swayze. In the world? All, oh, had, my, yeah. all had hit songs. Did you know that, Aaron? <laughs> That's right. Don She's Johnson, like Patrick Swayze, Eddie Murphy, and Bruce Willis all had hit songs. Hit in air quotes. Good yeah. grief. So, but I'm a hard sell on this. I did not know hard that sell. existed. That was back when he was uh, uh, GQ smooth on Moonlighting. That was kind of his breakthrough. Yep. So, All right. Uh, next one. Funky Town Lips Incorporated. I am selling because it could be, it should be higher. Gosh. I love the song. Yeah. Got I loved it at the time. This... This must be a pretty strong list if these are the songs at the end of the top 40. I there's gotta some, there's this some pretty be good ones. This yeah, is, there's some pretty good ones. This isn't like a... I, can, I can't think of it, I'm but gonna, it's in I'm some gonna movie sell, soundtracks yeah, that I'm, I'm nostalgic I'm, I'm about. Gonna, I'm going to sell thinking maybe this should be higher. So you're both selling? Yeah. Oh, we're okay. both thinking this, it should be higher. This reeks of the 80s, which really? is a good thing. Oh, okay. Uh, 35, it's raining men, the weather Sell, rolls. sell, sell. Sell. I did I did I sell yet? Yeah, I'm, 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 I officially sell again. Tom, you selling as we well? We sell. Yes. Okay. Uh, Thirty-four. Genius of Love. Tom Tom Club. Sell. There's no way that song is better than Funky Town. Billy Vera or Funky Town. No way, Jose. No. Sell. Uh, Thirty-three. I know what boys like by the waitresses. Sell. Oh my gosh. Again, oh my that, there's no way that's better than Funky Town. No I listened way to like that's two better. seconds of that. No. My ears are bleeding. No. So, 32, Missing You, John Waite. This was a number one song. That being said, I hated it my entire life, so. Good. I thought you were going to say you liked it. I was going to say I still, card I, I, I still have a penis. Sell. So. Sell. Uh, 31, Harden My Heart, Quarterfish. Quarter Flash. Quarter Flash. This was one of the options on our uh, roundtable last week, remember? Really? Yeah, when I said, huh. hey, what 80s power ballad would would the Republican Party be? Yes. And one of them was, one of the options was Harden My Heart by Quarter so, Flash. Do we have, can you play something? This is a great song. Absolute buy. Got a little saxophone coming in here? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Remember yeah. it now? Sure. Yeah. I, I always dig the saxophone in, uh, in songs. Uh, don't worry, be, uh, no. Don't worry, be happy, Bobby McFerrin. This, this was like the number one song of 1988 yeah. of the year. And it's only what on this list? 30. Wow. I mean, this is one of the biggest singles of the decade, is this song. It's got to be higher than this, don't you think? Um, I, I are you okay song. with where it's at? Yeah. I'm not sure because we still have to, to come. see it. I just, I'll, I'll I, buy. I'm going to sell. It's got to be, If this is one of the biggest hits of the whole decade. It's got to be higher than 30. All right, 29, turning Japanese by the See what I mean? <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> sell, sell, turning sell. Japanese. I can't, aren't we like... And if one night in Bangkok is not on this list, oh man, now that's I'm banging a gong on somebody. Okay, turning Jeff, I can't. And if tacos putting on the Ritz is not somewhere on this list, I'm putting on some fists. Okay, 
You're selling too, Todd? Yeah. Okay. This song is really nice if you only listen to it once in your life. It's Our House by oh, Madness. By, yeah, by Madness. Absolutely. Or, don't, this. or, or never watch the music video. Weird this music is a video. classic early 80s, too. You bet. Don't like it, so. I'm buying all right, 27, St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. Oh, oh this, gosh. Sell because this it's gotta needs be to higher. be much higher. This is This is one of the, this is like, this is like the, this is, this is like I, the theme of the decade. Oh, yep. I would still, to like get my tire old 45-year-old bones to go jogging or something, I would put this in on loop <laughs> and run through a brick wall on fire. This is great Americana right here. I just watched this on, on cable, well, DirecTV, basic DirecTV about a couple of weeks ago. Um, the, I hadn't seen this movie in so long. Uh, this has got to be higher on the list, so. 26, Two of Hearts, Stacey Q. See what I'm saying? Sell and you're fired. Sell and you're fired, yes. <laughs> 25, I Just Died in Your Arms, Cutting Crew. It's not a top 25. It's, I mean, this was a big hit, but no, this isn't a top 25 I song. Better it's not better than St. Elmo's Fire. It's not better than Billy Vera. It's not better than Don't Worry, Be Happy. No, no, no. They're playing an electric bass with the bow. That's crazy. See, hmm, see that? This I would... It's you're right. It's not better, but it this should be is, on the list. I'd even be okay with it, like at forty. But at twenty-five, uh, ahead I of some of the songs you've already I mentioned, I would buy this. No way. Totally buy this. I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep it here. But it's not. Man, it's so. I'll keep it here. I buy. Twenty-four. Past the Duchy musical youth. Are you kidding me? Never Who comes up with these songs? Never, never heard of that song before. Itself, why? Why? Why do we play that? I'm, I'm sorry, America. Twenty-three. What I am? Eddie Brickle and the New Bohemians. Oh, I hate this song. Oh. Eddie Brickle and the New Bohemians, otherwise known as the, the uh, begging to be throat punched. No, no, no. Blank. No, not in the top one hundred. Not in the top ten thousand. I've always hated that song. By the way, Eddie Brickle was married to whom? Do you remember? Marilyn yeah, Manson. Tell me, I will. Paul Simon. Paul, Paul Simon. That's right. Uh, tw- I, that's all, I gotta buy. I don't like it that much. But are you was, kidding me? It was huge, man. No, it wasn't. And and you are fired. You, yes, it was huge. Fired. I send your resume. I'm being objective. So, 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 <laughs> being, so am I. <laughs> so you're am objectively I. fired. <laughs> your resume. Send them to Steve at stevedace.com. If you have, uh, and the only requirement. Better musical taste than Todd Erzin. <laughs> Demonstrated, please. Thank you. Number 22, Electric Avenue, Eddie Ranch. Bye. Bye. Great. Great song. Oh, the video. Never yes. got one of... This, this This song, at the time, was set one of the all-time Billboard records for most consecutive weeks being number two. Hmm. Do you remember what song was number one? Can you, th- can you think of it at this time? No. Every Breath You Take by the Police. Wow. It could oh, never wow. conquer Every Breath You Take oh. by the Police. And so it was like number two for like two months or something. Well, that's good because that's yeah. an all-timer. Yep. 21, Maniac, Michael Cimbello. I could buy that. I don't think it's as good as some of the songs, but it's a it's an 80s yeah. classic. Yeah. I'm fine Bye. with where it's at. And I'm dancing. I wouldn't like have it at 21, I but I wouldn't dance. have it at like 62 either. So I'm okay. And Chris Farley made it famous as Absolutely, well. I prefer that version. You're Twi- hired again. 20, we're not going to take it. Twisted what Sister. What is that? A Twisted Sister? First of all, Twisted Sister isn't a what one-hit wonder. Wanna- this isn't even their best song. So, sell. They're yeah. not a one-hit wonder. They had they had multiple hits. This isn't even their best their best song, although it's their best known. Uh, so, sell. They don't meet the criteria. Agreed. Sell. So. I'm getting... Uh, I'm, I'm, memories of 2016 are flooding back hearing that song. Uh, 19, Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Rockwell, yeah, I'm in. Michael Jackson's on the backup vocals on this. I always feel like oh. somebody's watching me. Remember that song? Uh, yes, oh, I do. yeah. Yep. And I have no privacy. Yeah, yeah I'm in. Yeah, okay. I'm in on this. Bye. It's, yeah. kind of... it's no John Parr, but... Yeah, I agree yeah. it shouldn't be higher than St. Elmo's Fire. So for if, 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 you know, every time we do this, there's a benchmark. Yeah. So if, if, if St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr if that is the benchmark, then I'm selling the last several of these songs, okay? Because they're not better than that song. So if you want to say that's our benchmark right now, I'm okay with it. But then we sell everything and that's no fun. That's gotta... true. That's true. Okay. Uh, number 18, you spend me round, dead or alive. Sell. Sell. Love this song. Sell. 
Again, these guys actually had another big hit and weren't a one-hit wonder. They did? They did. Yeah, I just Does can't think of the name of it. If, if I did come up with it, you would. Rem- I promise you would remember. You okay? You roller skated to it. I, pro- I promise you. Okay? But, so they don't meet the one-hit wonder criteria. Out. I'll buy this is seemingly vintage one-hit wonderland to me. All right. So I want your love. <laughs> Number 17, it takes two. Rob Bass and oh, DJ yes. Easy Rock. Now, this is the dope rhyme yes. right here. What number are we at? Uh, 17. This might yeah. be your next uh, benchmark yeah. song now. If, if there's 16... Yeah, this, yeah, this, this, is, this is your new benchmark. Every yeah. song that come after this be must be better than this, yeah. otherwise sell. This was literally played... There wasn't a white kid in yeah. America <laughs> that attended a party from 1986 to 1992 where this song was not played at least once. Can I get a witness? Yes. Absolutely. Number Die 16 hard. is a song that I used to kind of like, but now it's annoying. It's Safety Dance, Men Without Hands. Sell. So, uh, was a huge single, but it is not better than It Takes Two. That's our new benchmark right now. Because so, we're getting into the elite characters. Yes. We're into the elite numbers now. I get, so there has, there, these have to be no doubt they're better than Rob Bass, It Takes Two. And that was an actual song. This is just gimmicky stuff, and I can take that in the first 20. No more in the. No more gimmicky stuff. All right, 15, the Germans are coming. 99 loft balloons. Oh, you know what? Funny story. My mom, I used to listen to Casey Kasem's American Top 40. Uh-huh. That's how I got to learn all the uh, learn all the pop songs. I listen every Sunday morning. And my mom came into the room one day when I was a kid, heard me singing along to this. And she's like, hey, I know he knew you were really smart, Stephen. How'd you know German? <laughs> nice. I didn't know what any of these words were. I was just rhyming. <laughs> We still laugh at my mom about that like 30 years later. So, But nonetheless, sell. It's not better than Rob Bass's It Takes Two. Agreed, sell. 14, uh, song I Hate, Whip It by Devo. Uh, sell. sell. Great song, but not better than Rob Bass's It Takes Two. When you're in trouble with the law, you must whip it. Whip it good. Uh, let's see. So you're selling that too, Tom? Yes. All right, 13, In a Big Country by Big Country. Sell. Hard sell. I mean, and I mean hard. I mean, Extra like, H's. Boulder, hard. Anvil, dropping on Wiley Coyote, hard sell. No way. It's not even. It's got a saxophone it, in it. No, 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 no. No. I wish these dreams would leave me. No, no, no. Sell. Uh, sell for you too? Yeah. All right. This is uh, the Steve Day Show favorite song of the 80s. She blinded me with science. Oh, sell. One of my favorites. Thomas Dolby. This is tough now. I think it's at least as good as Rob Bass as it takes to, so I'll buy. Sell. I uh, mean, it is a great song. She blinded me with... Okay. Science! Uh, she this, blinded me with science. This song is super, Are we in the top 10 now? Yeah. Uh, no, this is 11. Okay. Uh, this is a super weird song. Obsession by Animotion. Animotion's oh, Obsession. This you think is, it's better than Rob Bass? It's as good. I think it's as good. This is a great song. My wife loves this song. It's a pretty dirty song, actually. Yeah. yeah. Listen to it. It's, I mean, it's Conway Twitty dirty. <laughs> it is Conway Twitty could have sang this song. It's that dirty. Uh, but I'll buy. All right. 10, relax. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Talk about dirty songs. This is up there with Darling Nikki from Prince amongst the dirtiest songs of the decade. But it's no, it's not in the same league as... Um, Rob Bass, it takes two. Sell. Hmm. I don't know. I'll buy. It holds its own in terms of the whole... I mean, aren't you just getting like... I can't remember which 80s movie... But I do like, have this sudden getting... desire to go buy some Aquanet, <laughs> yes. uh, some leg warmers, and Play uh, feather my hair again. Yeah. Yes. All right, number nine. And if a song does that... Isn't that a success? Uh, number nine, Too Shy by Kaja Gugu. Kaja Gugu's Too Shy, Shy, Hush, Hush, I Do I. <laughs> this guy has some weird hair. You are amazing. <laughs> My goodness. You didn't say that some like it was a good thing, Some things are meant to be though. forgotten. Good grief. All these guys have Sell. weird hair. Have you guys seen these guys' hair? Hush, hush, I, I can't even. Sell. I can't hear. Doesn't belong in the top ten. I can't hear the music over the sound of these guys' hair. Uh, I want. 
<laughs> I want candy. Bow wow wow at number Sell. eight. Sell. That, that's an overrated song. No. Oh, this is gonna. There's be been odd. at least twenty songs you've mentioned better than the last two. Sell. All right, number seven. I melt with you, modern English. Oh, hard buy. Bye. Totally in. This song first debuted in Nicolas Cage's very first film, Valley Girl is where this song debuted from that movie. I still remember every little party, whatever you got together in middle school. Yep. And just the once this song came on and the girls formed their little mosh pit and the guys just kind of like cocked their head I'll like stop a, the world and melt yeah, with you. Like a dog, a little confused. <laughs> You've seen some about. changes and it's getting better all the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you and I won't do. Is that Johnny Rotten or is that is that Fat English? Which is it? Did I just do the Sex Pistols version of this? Um, Either way, America is enriched. Yeah. Number six, Mickey, Tony Basil. Oh, total buy. Yeah. Totally in. Is this this Mickey, is the you're 80s so fine, version you're so fine, of. You blow my mind. This is the 80s version of Beyonce's. Uh, all the single ladies. This uh, is kind of the 80s version of that song, if you will. Wow, look at that. This is a huge. This was a huge hit. Total buy. Always yes. love this song. Bye. I'm in. Uh, number five, Tainted Love, Soft Cell. Great song, too high. But I think a lot of people are fine with it here. But I'm going to say it's a little too high. So. It is too high, so... Sometimes I feel... Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's pray for forgiveness and go home. It's got electrolytes! Yeah. Uh, number four... <laughs> Eight six seven five three zero nine slash Jenny by Tommy Tutone. I've always thought the song is overrated, but when you look at its cultural impact, guys, we literally changed the law. Seriously, <laughs> we changed the law in America because of this song. If you go back and watch like soap opera reruns from like the seventies, they had like real phone numbers and they had real phone numbers in movies. You know where the whole five 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 thing came from? From this song. All right, and so they we change when when you create a, a song that is such a force of nature in culture that it forces people to change the law. Then I'm gonna buy. Sell so, still too high. Number three, take on me. Oh, b- buy. Wow, buy. Maybe the maybe the greatest music video of the era. If it wasn't, it's up there with Land of Confusion by Genesis, uh, Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. It it it's a quintessential 80s song no doubt I'll buy that when I thought of one hit wonders aha uh-huh, came to mind that we're gonna be number one I think this, I know what number one is and I if I'm right it's too. a very it's a very well deserving one because oh, it's yes. one of my all-time favorite songs well, as well on. should we should we call our shots yeah so so two, this is number one who, coming up uh so no that was that was number three take on me who is number two and number one do you think well, one of these is going to be uh, Simple Minds, Don't Forget About Me. I agree. I, but my number one, I believe Dexy's Midnight Runners, Come on Eileen, is number one. All right. We'll see if you guys are right. Number okay. two, I ran so far oh, away. Sell. Lock Seagulls. Sell. There's no way that's this is... No way that... Oh, this is no, great. No, 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 there's at least <laughs> 35 songs better than this. True story, my very first girlfriend in the third grade, her name was Andrea... Our parents thought it was so cute. They used to take me over to her house and hang out with her and play with her. And I broke up with her when I found out found out she liked this song because I, I hated it. And I hated the hair of the lead singer. And and I broke her heart. That's sad. <laughs> um, This deserves top ten, but not, not two. It so. does not belong in the top ten. Sell. So. All right, number one. Who did you think was... Oh, uh, yeah, you already called your shot, Todd. Uh, number one. I was right. Yep. Now, now this your song sell. should be in the top five. Totally agree. This did have one more song. This is one of my all-time... It's a great This song. is like in my all-time It's a great time. song. I love this song. I it is a song. great song. I love the change of 
Uh, I don't know if it's changes key, but it definitely there's just a lot of changes. Road yeah. John A. Ray. Our, our listeners are saying, saying, "Thank goodness he found Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> Can you just? This list wasn't wasn't. <laughs> Great, terrible. but it wasn't as bad as several of the others. Like one of our listeners alerted me to the the craven injustice that you ran down a list of top '80s bands from some publication that did not include Def Leppard. How does that happen? Yeah, Def Leppard was not on the list of top '80s bands, and they're in the uh-huh. top ten. All right, I so most of these lists have been abominations. This one I had I took several serious issues with. One of and maybe the biggest is the one you just raised, Todd. Don't you forget about me by Simple Minds has got to be in the top. That that as a movie don't theme, me, don't you? Had was every bit as impactful as John Parr's Saint Elmo's Fire oh, yeah. was. That had to be high on the list, let alone not even in the top forty. But I I thought this one was closer to accurate than any of the other lists like this we've had so far. And Your isn't thoughts? that the point of the Steve Day show? Closer than ac- uh, closer to accurate than any of the other shows. Especially when I'm the one determining what is accurate. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Final thoughts, gentlemen, Todd. Yeah, well, they were one-hit wonders for a reason, and in like at least 40 of these cases, uh, that stood out. But uh, yeah, I, I Simple Minds, I happen to have heard that song like... Three or four. Now times. they had another major yeah, hit called "Alive and Kicking," right? right. And so that but, may be why they don't qualify. But again, I've pointed out there were were there not two or three other bands in here yeah. that had yeah. other major hits like um, uh, "Twisted Sister," for example. What's their other major? I want to rock, rock. You ever heard that song? That's "Twisted oh, Sister," guys. But I don't, I don't okay. think if you th- anybody who grew up in that era. No one would call "Twisted Sister" as a band a one-hit wonder band. Right. They would call "Simple Minds." A they would. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm trying to figure out where that one is, if that uh, the one that they Tom may not maybe they don't consider it. Simple Minds a one-hit wonder band, but but you know there were multiple acts in that top forty who had other hits. Like a lot of people may be listening to this and they're thinking, hey, how is Wang Chung not in the top ten of one-hit wonders? Because they actually had another charting top twenty single after that. Okay, because that was one of the biggest selling singles of the decade yes, as well. It was. So I'm not sure they were completely consistent in their in their definition of one hit wonders. Aaron, your final thoughts? Yeah, I, I learned that I'm very thankful for a lot of things, but uh, specifically the fact that most '80s hairstyles were uh, left in the '80s. I, you know what though, I kind of dug. I like the way chicks did their hair back in the '80s. I'd take that over the long straight grunge 90s stuff that we saw or the 70s look I kind of like you know put a little effort in there Mm -hmm. I'm with that what do you think the big perm thing going down uh nah no nah all right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Uh, don't forget, you can check us out today over at CRTV, promo code DACE, if you're not yet a subscriber. And we've, we we do more serious news than what we just talked about on the podcast, and that's why we make you pay for that one, because we're capitalists. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Steve Day Show. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Tomorrow's podcast here on Westwood One, Theology Thursday. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like you.